This episode is brought to you by Transcend. Transcend is taking preventative health care beyond the restrictions of traditional medicine. Through their advanced bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and innovative telehealth system, Transcend will help you receive the best care on the cutting edge of medical science. Whether you're looking to improve your sexual wellness, losing weight, optimizing your health, or just feeling better, Transcend's approach to transparent and simplified care will help you achieve the life you've always wanted. Go to hormonesandpeptides.com to start your journey to a better you today. Hi there, this is Nancy Anderberg, another rock issue, women rock, real authentic women connect. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you one of my most passionate topics. And inside that topic, we're going to be talking about a few things. Number one, we're going to talk about our past. We're going to talk about environment and alignment, which is absolutely key. And then we're going to talk about growth and a plan of action. And so what topic are we going to be speaking on today? Well, we're on the women's health topic. And like I said, we have our mind and our soul. Our soul is like our character, our personality. And then we have our body. I already talked about our body a little bit. And then we have our spirit. And so today I'm going to talk about how to grow your spirit. And I'm going to share how I strengthened my spirit and my faith after a very difficult time. And so I'm going to share a few personal things with you today, getting a little personal, getting really raw with you today. But I want to give you hope. My goal from this episode is to give you hope because no matter what you have gone through, we all go through life. We all go through the ups and the downs, the mountain peaks and the deepest depths of valleys that we never ever want to go to. And we certainly don't ever think we necessarily will. And so I'm going to share what happened with me. It's been about five, six years now, and it took me about five years to really recover. And I mean recover mentally, physically, personally, professionally, and spiritually. It was a tough time in my life. And so I'm not going to mention any names. Some of you maybe know this person. So I want to be respectful, and I want to start out, first of all, that I have forgiven this person fully, even when I didn't feel like it, it, forgiveness is a choice. I chose to forgive even though I didn't feel like it. And even though this person didn't necessarily deserve it, but I know that when you carry unforgiveness in your heart, you allow that person to control you. And there is no way I'm going to let anyone control me ever again. And so it all goes way back to the very, very beginning because we are who we are today because of who we were around when and what was taking place. An environment is stronger than will. If you're taking notes, write that down. My great mentor, he was my personal mentor, Jim Rohn. I knew him and was mentored by him personally, as well as my great mentor, Larry Thompson. And so environment is stronger than will. What does that mean? It means alignment is everything. Who are you aligning yourself with? What is your faith? Where are you rooted? What are you aligned with? Who do you surround yourself with? What do you listen to? All right. Because whatever input you are receiving with your eyes, 
with your ears, with your heart, that will eventually all come out one way or another. And sometimes it can create some very unhealthy things that stay in our body that can cause PTSD, can cause disease, it can cause mental illness. And so I'm going to talk about some things that have happened to me and how I pushed through and how I clung to my faith, even when I felt like sometimes it was by a little bitty thread. And so way back, way back to the beginning, trauma started young in my life and there was some abuse that went on. I'm not going to give you any details or talk about that. But first of all, I want to say I have an amazing family and I love my family and I come from a great big cowboy family. And if you guys have seen the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, that's kind of like my family only. It's my big cowboy family. (laughs) We're all extremely passionate. We're kind of loud. We're a bit dramatic, let's say, expressive. And we don't really hold our emotions in. In fact, our emotions can kind of be all over the place. But I love my family so much. I am absolutely blessed to have been raised mostly by my stepmother and father. And I was very, very dear, close to my mother. And she was an alcoholic, but I loved her and I wanted to protect her and keep her safe her entire life and give her a good life. And so we kind of had this reverse role where I became almost a caretaker, which caused some codependency. And I never knew what codependency was. But codependency is not a bad thing. It's something that happens when you want to save people and you want to help people. It comes from the greatest intentions of the heart, but it can really cause havoc in your life. And so if you haven't read the book, Codependent No More, read that and do not miss the episode that we have coming up. You're going to love this episode. We're talking about addiction and what happens to people that are involved with addicts in any way, no matter what age you are, whether you're a wife or a young child. And so I went through some trauma as a young child when I was really young and and my sisters told me when I was six, I kind of had a nervous breakdown and my hair was falling out and I was picking my head and I had scabs over my head. And during the divorce of my parents, I went to live with my first grade teacher and that's when my faith began. And forgive me if I start to cry because I'm sharing some really deep, deep emotion with you here, but it comes from a place of such love and care and and a grateful heart. I want everyone to understand that. I don't hold any bitterness in me ever for anyone. Thank God. It's a gift God gave me. And I truly love, I truly love people. And so my first grade teacher took care of me during this divorce. And my mother moved to Arizona and my father stayed in Miller, South Dakota. And um, it was a rough time for me. And I was the youngest of five. Now there's more than five. There's actually (laughs) six in the family. That was due to a brother that we found later on. Super excited about that. What a blessing. It's like we were never apart. And then I have an amazing, strong, and beautiful half-sister that's 10 years younger than me. So big, big family. And I went to live with my first grade teacher, and she told me every day, she'd say, Nancy Jane, you're made of good stuff. Nancy Jane, obviously it's my middle name. Now don't start calling me Nancy Jane. Unless you're mad at me, then you call me Nancy Jane. (laughs) But she said it so lovingly and so strong, and it empowered me. And she said, you are made of good stuff. God doesn't make mistakes. You are strong and God loves you. And she told me that over and over and over again. And even though I only stayed with her, I think it was around six weeks, it literally felt like six years because I missed my mom so much. And I was so worried about her because who's going to take care of my mom, my alcoholic mom? She went to Arizona and it was a very scary time for me. So that's when the PTSD kind of started as a little girl. 
And, it, you know, there's just a lot of other things I'm not going to go into maybe one day. Then that led to, as I continued to grow up, it led to really unhealthy relationships. And so fast forward, went through a couple divorces and, you know, I just wanted to be loved and uh, treated well. That just wasn't happening in my life, but I wasn't well. I was codependent. I was wanting to save people and I thought I could fix people and we can't fix people. And we can't pray hard enough <laughs> to fix people. They have to be ready. They have to be willing. God gives us a free will. And so when I was really little, my, my first grade teacher introduced me to God and I went to church with her. And then in third grade, my oldest sister, Chrissy, who really was you know, like a mother to me, shared Jesus with me in a real, real way. And I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And, it, and then after that, I didn't really know much to do with it. I didn't, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know how to grow. I couldn't decide who I was going to be around or my environment when I was young. You know, it's not like I could hop in the car and go to church. But once in a while, I'd have my first grade teacher pick me up and we'd go to the Presbyterian Church in Miller. Well, through college, I really started really searching. In fact, I even became Catholic for a period of time. You name it, the denomination, I've been it, literally. I even got confirmed and converted, Catholicism, all sorts of things. But there were just questions that I would ask that people couldn't answer for me. Like the priest, I said, so hold it. Like, what's this whole purgatory thing? Like, I don't get it. And I'd pull out the Bible because I knew a little bit. And, and I'd say like, it says right here, pray to no one except me. I'm paraphrasing, right? So why do you pray to Mary? I don't get it. And he couldn't answer a lot of things. And he would say to me, you know, he loved how inquisitive I was. And I've always been a learner. I love to learn. I'm very inquisitive. But back then I was still pretty insecure and pretty shy, believe it or not. Those of you that know me, you know I'm not shy at all now. Like God's really set me free. And he's helped me learn who I am and whose I am. But during that time, like I said, I was searching. And eventually when I was in my mid-20s, I had a woman that was 15 years older than me. Her name is Bonnie that changed my life. And she took time to mentor me. And my Aunt Helen was a big influence in me. And she, she just loved me from a little girl. And she would show me love and she would send me little gifts. And I just felt a connection with her. And I knew that all these years she was praying for me. And, and my cousins, I had some cousins, you know, and Helen's kids that would pray for me. And I connected with them when I moved to Minnesota. And so, um, Eventually, uh, what I realized is that it's not about being good enough or performing, and you can't ever outperform God, and you can't earn your way into heaven. And when I learned that and understood that, I was able to really receive the Holy Spirit, and it filled my heart, and it changed my life, and it changed me forevermore. Now, of course, there's old things that like to rear their ugly head, and then there's trauma that pops up from past traumas because you can be triggered. And because I hadn't really dealt with this codependency issue and I was saying that my picker was broken and I had made some bad choices of which I don't live in regret because if you live in regret, you are never going to be released into complete fullness and healing that God has for us through Jesus. And so I've been on this journey of healing and I knew that environment was stronger than will. And I knew I had to surround myself with the right people. And I knew I had to feed my brain the right fuel just as we feed our bodies. And so I read books like this. This is one of my favorite devotionals by Lisa Bevere. It's called Strong. I was on a podcast with her and a handful of people. One of my girlfriends had invited me to be on. And I was so thrilled because I, I love John and Lisa Bevere. But there's so many people that have had such huge impact. And so that's what I started to fuel my brain with in my spirit 
and my body because you cannot disconnect your mind, soul, your body, and your spirit. They're intertwined, much like clasping your hands together and the fingers fold over in a tight, tight grip. You can hold on tighter that way than you can just grasping someone's hands. And so it's all intertwined and connected. But my spirit had been wounded from a few different things. So I was hanging on to a thread and that thread got thinner and thinner about five, six years ago because I married someone for one year that deceived me in a lot of ways. And even though I'm a pretty smart cookie, I think I'm kind of a science geek, but yet I'm creative and a big vision person. I tend to overcompensate, look at the positive so much because I had to do that. The way I grew up, I had to learn how to keep my eyes focused on positive things. So I did not fall into this deep spiral of hopelessness and living in fear. So I was, uh, I had a big imagination as a little girl and I continued that into my adulthood. It was a way for me to cope. When I started to learn truth and I started to learn the word of God because there's power in the word and I started to speak those words, things started to happen for me. And I, I started to understand more and I became much more aware of things, but there were certain things I would turn my head to and I would turn my head away to things that were really hurtful. And some things I just completely refused to see. It was like I'd been blinded and I couldn't see them because I wanted to be loved so, so very much. And so this gentleman that I had married and was married to one year, he was leading two lies. He was very, very sick. I didn't know it. He was very, very sick. He was very, very good at painting the picture that he loved me and he was faithful. And But yet he was sick. He was sick. Although I thought he was sick in different ways, I was told he had an autoimmune disease. And so, of course, I want, I'm, I love to heal people. And even though I'm not the healer, but I love to find solutions and fix. And that's a codependent thing. And I thought I could help him. And, and I couldn't. And things got real weird when we got married and the real him. He couldn't keep leading this double life. He'd been leading it for years, I guess. But he was a, and didn't even know it, didn't know when he was drunk. He hid everything from me, hid pills from me. I didn't know he was a sex, alcohol, and drug addict. And sex addict doesn't mean you like sex. Yeah, I, I became a learner and studied the whole topic. But he was cheating on me with strangers and men and women. There's a, a little bit of shame that tries to come in when I share that with you because as a victim of that, you somehow feel like it's your fault. Like, what were you doing wrong? And the, the whole truth is he was very, very, very sick and had a lot of mental issues. And I just, I didn't, I really didn't see it. I mean, I even searched because things weren't feeling right and I couldn't find it. So he was very, very good at it. Very good at hiding it, but he'd been hiding it for many years. So when this happened to me and I found out all of this, of course, it was very, very difficult to break free of it because I was so entrapped of trying to think that I could rescue him. And I just thought, oh Lord, you're going to do some amazing thing. You're going to heal him. And we're going to be a testimony and we're going to be able to help other people and, and be there to support people because I completely fell apart, completely fell apart. And literally, I don't even remember part of it because when you are the trauma that led up to that. And then the point of the trauma, which I'm not going to get into, 
it literally almost killed me in more ways than one. And I don't remember a lot of that time. Thank God, the father of my children, you know, they stepped in and took care of the kids for a period of a couple of weeks until I could pull my head back together. But I did something very, very smart. The first thing I did was I called my pastors, my friends, Jeff and Jennifer, and they prayed for me. And I had another person come over and lay hands on me and pray for me. And um, there was a walk I had to go through, through a healing, because I was absolutely devastated. I thought, no, no, not again, not again. My whole life, I just want to be a wife and a mom. But what I've had to be is this big career woman, provide for my children and (laughs) make it happen, right? And I reached out to the Lord and just said, help me. And you know what? What I've gone through is nothing, nothing compared to people that lose their children you know, through death or divorce or kidnapping or whatever it may be. I mean, there's a lot of people that suffer and have suffered much deeper than I have. But when you are in pain, you can't see beyond your own pain. You can't see anyone else's pain. It's devastating. And this trauma will loop in your body. And I had such a hard time getting out of it. I mean, I got to the point where I thought, Lord, you know what? I can't do this anymore. The pain is too much. It's just too much. I Take me home. I, I would pray, please, Lord, just take me home. And those of you that know me know I love life and I love fun. And this podcast is about faith, family, fitness, and fun, right? And that's who I am. That's who God created me to be. But you see, the devil is a liar. And he wants us to believe other things. And he plays these old tapes in our head that you're unworthy, you're unlovable, you're you're worthless. Your kids would be better off without you. No one cares about you. You're look at you're abandoned. You don't even hear from your dad and stepmom. They don't care about you. Who nobody cares about you. And these are the tapes that were playing in my head. And they're lies. They're lies. And so I'm reaching out and sharing this because I know there are women out there that maybe look at me and think, man, she has got it together. She's got it going on. And I'm telling you, there have been times in my life I've had it together. And there have been times in my life where I haven't. And I say most of the time, I'm just going to say this. I ate shit and smiled. And don't we do that a lot, women? And we put on the act and we put on the social media, you know, persona. And that's what we do. But it's time to get real and authentic and in a group and surrounding yourself where you're safe and you're accepted and you're loved. People that embrace your weirdness, because we're all a little weird, right? (laughs) We're all a little weird. Surround yourself for people that embrace you and all your crazy. I always say, love me and all my crazy. I'm a passionate, crazy woman. But I say crazy in the most loving way because we're all so unique. There isn't a single person alive just like you or just like me. When God knit us in our mother's womb, he knew what he was doing and it was good. And we have to find a way to reach out and believe that. So how do you do it? How do you do it? First of all, all that past, all of it, you have to take all that garbage, all that trash, and you take it to the curb and you leave it. And you find a great therapist and you find a great tribe of people like this group, Real Authentic Women Connect. Follow me on Facebook at Nancy Anderberg Coach. All, you know, you can connect with people that in ways that won't cost you money. I mean, I'm going to be doing some new retreats. I've done retreats in the past, new retreats that aren't super expensive so that people and women can come and connect like-minded, setted people. 
that can come and connect. And so what I did is I, number one, I took out the trash, (laughs) take out that trash and leave it there. It will try to come back several times. And that's when you have to bind your mind, will, body, and emotion to the mind of Christ. And you can only do that by asking Jesus into your heart to be your savior. And then from there, where do you go? It's environment and alignment, and that's stronger than will. And the day when I thought that I couldn't go on another day, out of the blue, four people that had huge impact in my life called me on that same day. And they all had words of knowledge for me, words from God that God told them to call me and tell me. And they were all the same things. And it blew my mind. And I knew that I knew that God had a purpose for me and that all of these things that have happened in my life, he allowed them to happen. Sure, there's free will and I made some mistakes, but God says that he will make all things good. You know, all things work for good for those that love the Lord. And man, I love him. And I have for many, many years. And so I read books like this. I get in the word. I pray, pray for other people. I surround myself with incredible coaches. I have coaches for all different areas of my life. You know, I have a podcast coach, a social media coach. I have the most incredible group of coaches, Steve Weatherford, Riley Meek, Scott Thomas, Al Hammond, Christian, Christian man, you're awesome. And this coaching group is called King's Council Coaching. And I highly recommend it because I surround myself with a group of authentic people. And you know what? It's mostly men. But the way I was raised, my dad always told me, you got to be tough to make it in this world. I never really was. a. I felt like, I mean, I'm, you know, who knows? Perception is reality, right? My perception was I never was really allowed to be a little girl. I felt like I, I was always worried about taking care of my mom in some way, mostly just emotionally, right? Or I was just having to be tough, getting some thick skin to cope and manage all the trauma that I went through in my life. And there was quite a bit, a lot that my family doesn't even know about. Some things you just don't even talk about except with a therapist because it's just too heavy. It's too heavy for other people and you don't want to put that on them. So that's why I say everybody needs a good therapist. So King's Council Coaching, it's been life-changing for me since December of uh, 2020. And I have never made such advancements in growth spiritually, physically, emotionally, and financially as I have since I brought on uh, these coaches. And I've known Steve for five years, Steve Weatherford. And Riley Meek, he's my nephew. I used to mentor him when he was young. Tables have turned. And so it is never too late to grow. It is never too late. Don't ever give up your dream. Don't ever on in any area of your life. But the foundation of who I am is rooted in the word of God. It's, it's rooted in the word of God. It's rooted in truth of who I am and whose I am. And that's why we create something called a contract in King's Council Coaching. And this is my contract. And when we speak, you know, at, when we have events or we do Zooms a couple times a week, and I do Zooms with my group that I coach with Nancy Anderberg Coach through Rock, and we have a contract. And that contract, here's my contract. My name is Nancy Anderberg. I am a worthy, tenacious, and faithful woman that is rooted in love and truth, the love and truth of Jesus Christ, of who I am and whose I am. And that is my contract. Why is that my contract? Because I never felt worthy. And sometimes I still don't. 
And the only way we are worthy is if we know whose we are. Because I live for an audience of one now. And it's still hard sometimes. I'll fall into that people please. And I want peace. I want everybody to love. And I want to be loved. And I want to be liked. But number one, you have to know who you're living for. And so I'm worthy. I'm worthy in Christ. And that's all that matters. If anyone else doesn't think so, it doesn't matter. Because I'm worthy in Christ. Number two, tenacious. I am tenacious. That's for darn sure. I'm a little tough cookie, right? But in a different way now. I know that whatever God lays before me, whatever he lies before me, the doors that he opens, I know that I am strong enough and faithful enough to walk through the door and to accomplish all that he has called me to be. The only way I could do that and become tenacious in that area is to know that I am worthy in him. My big calling, and I've been on stages all over. I mean, I've spoken in front of 40,000 people. I've done a lot of public speaking, but I haven't for years now. Oh, I don't know how many years it's been, probably four or five years. And I thought I was done with that. I was too beaten up. And God said, oh, no, I have not removed your mantle of speaking into women's lives to tell them truly who they are and to share your testimony and to share the pain, to share the heartache and to share the most important piece of how you got through it, how you got through it. So I got through it on my faith, diving into the word, finding a good church, having great mentors, people that love me and, un and that understand me. I felt misunderstood most of my life because I always had to put on this tough girl thing. That's why you see me. I love pink. I love sparkles, but I also can go clean out a stall barn with shovel and horse shit, you know? So <laughs> sorry if this is too authentic for some of you, but this is the real deal. This is who I am. And so that alignment is a very important piece, and you can't choose to hang out with people that aren't aligned with you. If they don't value the same things you value, do you know your core values? These are things that we work on, things that, that I coach with my, my people in my coaching programs. What are your core values? Who are you around? What is the input coming in through your eyes and your ears and your heart? Are you dating people you're not aligned with? Because that's what I was doing. And it was a big mistake and it was a huge failure and it never worked. But then again, I married men that were Christians and, and they hurt me. Okay. And so you, you got to have all the pieces. You have to understand who you are. You have to understand whose you are. And then the alignment comes. The alignment comes. When you have your alignment, then comes your assignment. And my assignment is Rock, Real Authentic Women Connect, and coaching women. And yes, I have this regenerative you know, medicine business, and I've got all these other things that I do. It all comes together because like I said, we are, we are all knitted together tightly of who we are inside our mind, soul, body, and spirit. All of those areas have to be fueled properly. I liken it to this. We're like a three-legged stool, just like this, three legs, picture it, right? On one leg is your mind and soul. The other leg would be your body, and the other leg would be your spirit. And your spirit is what lives forever. And there is a place called eternity and it is good. And I know where I'm going and I hope you do too. But we have this stool. And if one, one of those legs is shorter than the other, what's going to happen? You're going to fall right over. 
you have to feed all of them the proper fuel. And so find your tribe, align, get to a point where you can be vulnerable and share some stuff, but then let it go and don't keep talking about it. See, I was stuck. I was looping. And so I hired someone called the emotion reset coach.com. His name is Stephen Keller. And that dude, man, he did some energy work, frequency work with me using applied kinesiology, does it right over Zoom. It unstuck me. And my therapist that's written books on codependency, I was in deep therapy. Like I said, I didn't date. I didn't look at a man for three years, which I'd always had a boyfriend since I was little, like fifth grade. I was always in a relationship. I could never be alone. And that's okay for some people. And a lot of people, that's totally okay. Please don't receive like, oh, I've never, oh, if you're just got divorced and you're getting into a relationship or whatever, maybe. The thing for me is as a codependent, I needed to be alone. I needed to get my own strength from me and from the Lord, not from Hey, helping and saving and rescuing people. That's what codependency is. People think codependency is like you're super needy. And no, it's just the opposite. You don't, you feel like you don't need anyone, but you think you can heal and fix and save people because your heart is this bleeding heart and you want to help everybody. And that's not healthy. It's healthy to a certain degree, but mine, I was skewed, skewed, skewed. And after a year in therapy, I was doing a lot better. Three sessions, which were Three hours with the emotion reset coach.com. That's Stephen Keller. I was set free. And I went back into my therapist a couple more times and she said, I've never seen someone with such deeply seated PTSD. And she's treated a lot of people and she's written books. She's pretty incredible. I'll tell you more about her later. I've never seen anyone get healed. She's like, I pronounce you healed in, in Jesus' name, literally. And I was. Not to say there are, are certain triggers that'll come up, but it was my faith and it was getting the right coaches and, and positioning myself for that proper alignment, getting myself ready so that alignment would happen. And that only comes from pressing in to the word and believing and knowing who you are. Jesus died for you. And when he died, for you, specifically for you, when he died, he said, it is finished. Do you know what that means? As that spear is going into his side, do you know what that means? As he's dripping blood all over his body, he said, it's finished. He didn't mean, okay, I'm dead now. No, 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 <laughs> quite the opposite. You know what that means? That means you are forgiven for your past sin, your present sin, and yes, your future sin. What? Hold it. What? My future sin? Yep. That's called grace. I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not some grace preacher, right? There's always consequences to sin and we all have it. No sin is bigger than another's. All right. Get, understand that we all sin. Okay. But we're forgiven. If we've received Jesus, we're forgiven past, present, future sin. When we start to really understand that, man, you want to do the right thing. Right? You really want to. You're set free. It's called freedom. It's called freedom. And who the son is set free is free indeed. And so I wanted to be very vulnerable with you and share this with you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I just have to say, I don't ever push my faith on anyone. I just share my story and I love people. 
and I love people into the kingdom. And if you're not a believer, I would invite you today, even message me, email me, nancy at nancyanderberg.com. I'll call you and pray with you. But if you're not, am I? would I still have you as a guest on my show? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't judge. I don't judge people. I love people. Wherever you're at, I'm going to love you. And so thank you. Thanks for being on. And thank you for allowing me to share my heart with you today. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Women Rock, Real Authentic Women Connect. If you loved what you heard, please share this episode with your family and friends. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts as every review helps people discover these conversations. I'll see you in next week's episode.